The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Go, What's good? Welcome back to another episode of the Golden Boot. It's your boy Pooh Bell. Got my man Aunt Petty Murphy in the building. What's good, my boy? How you doing on this fine Sunday? I'm off tomorrow, so I'm great. I am too. I am too. I'm great. I am too. I am off. Um, that means my activities can be a little um well that means I can have some tea. That's what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, I was talking about just relaxing. Um mm-hmm. But man, we got a we got a fun one tonight, man. We got some stuff to talk about, man. We uh, I don't know, man. Baseball, baseball. It's uh, well, LSU is hosting a regional for the first time in uh, what three years? Four years? Four years? Four years? Yeah, twenty nineteen. Mm. Interesting, interesting. I wonder how wonder how the people feel about it, man. Uh. I'm gonna tell you what we we'll get to it because I'm kind of shocked by one of those regionals. Um, I wasn't expecting it, but they got hot at the right time, and um, yeah. But uh, also, man, I do want to say, I think you called it un un, un uh, unintentionally. Cause you said, uh, I said, well, it looks like it's gonna be Miami and Denver. You said, uh, I'm not saying it is. So interesting that you said that, and we see where we are now. Uh, which brings us to the title of this episode. Just put the tip in because uh, dear white knowledge forehead climbed the ladder to get the tip in and say say Boston. We're going to get that, though. We're going to get that. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. Before we get – man, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and introduce our sponsors, man. Before we get started, man, let's go ahead and give a shout-out to our sponsors over at BetOnline.ag. Be back in one minute. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your sports information, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds, lines, and player injury reports for this year's NBA and NHL playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters. This season, we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. We have everything from NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL to golf, tennis, UFC, and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head on over to BetOnline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, we back. Um, man, let's start let's start with baseball, man. And then we can we can get that out the way and work through. Um so SEC turn. I don't even know who won. LSU got Vander won. Good for them. Um they got LSU got bounced um yesterday. They had back to back five four back to back. losses. 
back to back five to four losses. Um, but yeah, they got bounced. Um, and we ended up with a regional. We'll be a ho- regional. Ho- hold on. Um, the one that surprised me. It, it, first of all, is there is there one that surprises you? I know where you're going, but uh, I could kind of, I kind of surprised by it. I say that, but I do think that they kind of did enough down the stretch to kind of make the case to be one of the last hosts. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> Actually, I'm surprised by two of them. I ain't see this other one. I just I just saw it. So. Um, Tuscaloosa regional Alabama. That one surprises me. Before that, I ain't see it. I just saw that one. Auburn. That was up? the one I was talking about. Yeah, Auburn surprised. Auburn. Interesting. That's interesting. If I'm not mistaken, LSU has eight of the 16 regionals. Yeah, Indiana State. Yeah. That was another one. I didn't know that. Uh, did you know that Larry Bird played baseball for Indiana State when he was in college? I did not. I did not. Your the random hit. fact of the day. Yeah, the hit from French Lick. I did not know that. Is that? Let me ask you. Is that is that problematic to say these days? I mean, that's the man nickname. So, I, I mean, listen. <laughs> Nicknames can still be problematic nowadays. I'm just saying, but yeah. So if for, let, let me go ahead and list off the uh, the regionals, uh, regional hosts. You got uh, Wake Forest at in Winston Salem, Bama, Tuscaloosa, Indiana State, uh, Terry Hawk, Indiana, uh, Oklahoma State, Stillwater Regional. You got Stanford in the Stanford Regional. Uh, Vandy in the Nashville Regional. You got uh, Kentucky in the Lexington Regional. Uh, Florida in the Gainesville Regional. Arkansas in the Fayetteville Regional. Uh, Miami, Core Gables Regional. Uh, you got Coastal Carolina in the Conway Regional. And then you've got uh, South Carolina in the uh, Columbia Regional. Uh, Clemson in, in the Clemson Regional. Uh, Virginia in the Charlottesville Regional, LSU in the Baton Rouge Regional, and Auburn in, in the Auburn Regional. So, yeah, Auburn, yeah, Auburn and, and Alabama. That one, that one. Yeah. I mean, like I, I said, Alabama got I Alabama got hot at the right time. Um, it's funny. Um, I mean, Auburn did too, technically. They they did they did. Um, but when I. Uh, with the firing after the, the whole betting scandal. Yeah. They went on a run after that though. Yeah. Yeah. So um, but yeah. So let me ask this, man. We we talked about the SEC tournament. LSU finished with two straight uh one point losses, uh one run losses. Um, are you losing hope in them making it to Omaha? Not really. I mean the SEC tournament didn't change anything. Man, it's yeah. we talked about how hard it is to win SC tournament, man. And then you like you meant look at look at how many regional hosts you just named that, that are from the SEC. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you gotta I don't really take too much out of LSU not winning or even making it to the championship round of the SEC tournament. Now if they get to the regional and they, you know, kind of stumble, don't look too good and kind of make some of the same mental mistakes we've seen, and that might change some things. But as of now, I ain't really worried about it. As long as Paul Skeens is Paul Skeens, I think they'll be all right. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say um, Ty Floyd. Yeah, he had a hell of a game. And um, the one, the actual only pitcher that did win in uh, in Hoover, um, Thatcher, Thatcher Hurd. Yeah, just give him Paul King's glove every time he go out there. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, both, man, just – I think pitching, if we can get – if we can get what we've been getting out of Skeens, Skeens just didn't seem comfortable for some reason. Um, but if we can get what we've been getting out of Skeens, what we've gotten out of uh, Ty Floyd for the last few week, uh, weeks of this year, and then if if Thatcher Hurd can be the same guy he was uh, on Wednesday, I think we can, we can at least make it out of regionals, uh, probably undefeated. And uh, – I got. I'm still waiting to see who's in, who's where. So, um, I'll be keeping an eye on that. If when they start populating that field, y'all let us know so we can, we can check it out. Yeah. So, oh, Julian says, uh, yeah, uh, and actually, uh, Paul Sub said the same thing. Says Julian says South Carolina and Indiana State hosting over. Uh, hosting is surprising over Campbell. And uh, Julian said, yeah, it's South Carolina hosts Campbell, Campbell, the Campbell Camels deserved it more. So I know that's the team that when we had Julian, he mentioned uh, a few times. So, yeah, well, I, I agree. To me, my bad. But what's interesting to me is uh, Tulane stole a bid out of the American Conference by um, winning that conference tournament with Probably one of the worst, no disrespect to Tulane, but probably one of the worst teams to ever make the tournament based on their record. Um, 18 and 40. Out at the right time. They, I mean, they did that and they won a difficult tournament. When you look at who's in, um, and when you look at who's in the American, they had to beat East Carolina and some other teams. So very impressive for Tulane, but they stole a bid. So what does that mean for teams like ULL? and other teams who are right there on that bubble. So it, I know a lot of people thought that there might be an all-Louisiana regional with Tulane, ULL, and was it Nichols? Nichols, yeah. But um, interesting now if ULL will even make it, considering we got some teams who kind of stole bids, including Tulane. Yeah. Uh, USM took that, took out uh, ULL today. Uh, They've been in their feelings all day, too. Yeah, um, you know, the miss man, I thought they might have been a host side, uh, because that <laughs> yeah, I would be surprised if Dan Omar. I just keep it a book, which yeah. Uh, Julian says the rest of the field is announced tomorrow at 11 a.m. Okay, that's cool, that's cool. Um, but yeah, man, it's gonna be interesting. ULL Oklahoma, uh, according to Paul, so ULL Oklahoma, Kansas State. We'll all be sweating it out tomorrow. Can't forget Charlotte and Xavier are also still in yeah. bids. Yeah, as I said, there's a couple other teams too, but Tulane was to me was the most surprising for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it is gonna be it's gonna be very interesting. Um I hate and I was gonna say I hate the the one bid lead thing with uh and we'll talk about it more tomorrow with like the swag because both of us were wrong on our predictions on that side, but with fam, you winning that they 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 stole up. Well, I'm not gonna say they. Well, technically, they I don't know if they did because that was only gonna be a one bit lead. That's why I said with a one bit, yeah. I they that should have been two, two teams out of there I could possibly see, um, with them not winning. That never happened, bro. I know, never. but still, man, when you look at how good, um. I, I, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying, and we'll talk about that more tomorrow. I can I can leave up off of that. I can get up off of that. Uh, you want to talk football? Or you want to talk basketball next? We can talk football. All right. Um, Texas, Texas brings in Paul Chris as a, a offensive analyst. Paul Chris, a former Wisconsin head coach. Um, four yards cloud of dust. Is it an offensive analyst or an offensive analyst? I, I'm offended that they, uh, no, I'm just playing. offense is offensive sometimes. Wisconsin was has not been, but I will say, be good for offensive line play in Texas. Oh, has, that is true. Texas has been doing a good job of bringing in offensive linemen, um, in their recruiting class of the past couple of years. So now they got a guy, and I know he's just the analyst, but still, they got a guy who can help with that offensive line room. And so I think that's where you'll see the biggest impact. Right. In yeah. That, that, that is, that is true. Um, I, Cause I was thinking, I was like, 
Well, it is technically. It's, it's another set of eyes from a head coach. Um, exactly. You know, you can see things different. And even if his play call, I mean, the the they're not running a – they're not – it's not like they're going to switch and start running Wisconsin scheme, but it's just like, you know, when you think of, you know, saying bringing somebody in to help your offense, yeah, Wisconsin's probably the last – Last thing you think of, so but yeah. Uh, speaking of bringing somebody in now, this is definitely a, a, a an uh mm-hmm. offensive uh <laughs> an, an offensive analyst. Uh, the Saints bringing in John Gruden to help uh, <laughs> he's helping Derek Carr, uh, I guess transition and adjust, and he's also helping to install the playbook. Yeah, I say it's not a good look. I was, oh. you know what I mean, considering he's a um very polarizing figure, mm-hmm. John Gruden. Um, and some of the things in his past aren't necessarily what you want, you know, associated with your franchise. But strictly from a football standpoint, I think it's a good move. Uh Derek great, Carr had, great mind. Great Derek Carr had one of his best seasons ever under John Gruden. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, Pete Carmichael is running offense similar to the John Gruden style of offense. So you get in a, another guy who runs the same type of offense who can give you, you know, a few more ideas and kind of, like you mentioned with Chris, give you a different set of eyes on mm-hmm. things. It's kind of the same offense. So it ain't it ain't like you mentioned with Chris in Texas. That's two like two totally different styles. So it ain't got like you you blending anything there. But in this case, you got two of the same styles, but you got one of them who's obviously a more talented, better version of it. So you can kind of pick his brain and kind of get some ideas from him and what he would do in certain packages or how to attack certain defenses in certain situations. And the rapport that he has with Carr, you can ask him, well, what did what did you do in uh, Vegas that worked for you with Carr? You know, and things of that nature. So. I think it's it's brilliant from a football standpoint, and that's the kind of things that we haven't kind of seen under Sean Payton. But I think this goes to show you that Dennis Allen knows that he's got to win, and he's going to do whatever it takes. If, and if that means kind of, you know, putting his pride to the side and bringing in a John Gruden, he's he's going to do it. Yeah, uh, my question, because everything you said, completely true. How do you get this? How did you run this by the NFL front office and get this approved? I mean, I don't think you would have to. You're not hiring them. I mean, he's he's there in some capacity. I mean, I get he's not there long term. I mean, he's just visiting. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You're not hiring him in any capacity. The only reason I say that because I'm pretty sure he, they got to pay the man. I don't. I doubt it. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, something else, man, that's kind of interesting. Um, Keyshawn Johnson. Keyshawn, and I had to. I, I when I saw this, I saw the, the tweets. I saw everybody kind of talking about. It, and I was just like, "Is this one of those onion.com tweets?" You know what I'm saying? Or uh, uh, one of those? You know what I'm saying? Spoof, you know, saying man, I was like, ain't no way he said this, ain't no way he said that. And I kept so I did a little research and I found he said it live on on air on a radio show. But Keyshawn Johnson says that that Prescott is better than Joe Burrow. And I was trying to figure out what he what he meant by that when he said he's better. Like, do he mean like, hey, I went over Dak barbecue one time, he was better than Joe on the on the grill, or if he was like, man. I played against both of them in, in Madden, and, and Dak gave me a run for my money. But Joe, I, I beat him. Uh, I, but I, I'm trying to figure out what, when he said he that Dak is better than Joe Burrow, what he meant. Keyshawn, what are you talking about? Cowboy, huh? Keyshawn is a former cowboy. He wouldn't know that. No, I'm just saying he was never in Cincy. That's true. Oh, that's, that's all true. I'm gonna say. Yeah, he might be trying to get. Anyway, um. It didn't stop there though. Herm Elwes. Herm Elwes came out and said that he take the, if he was starting a team, he take Deshaun Watson over Joe Burrow. I'm gonna be honest with you. 
This one rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, he said, Hermel would say he would take Deshaun Watson over Joe Burrow. Oh, and man. You got to <laughs> I'm trying to figure out why. But no, man, it's, it, it is one of those, like everybody has been saying, CTE, because that's the first thing people say, CTE. Um, is this some kind of, what? I don't know, where where's this Joe Burrow hate coming from? And when I say hate, I mean that loosely, you know. Um, I don't know, bro. I don't look too much into it. I don't think they necessarily just get on Joe, but because it was Lamar Jackson, it was Josh Allen. You know what I mean? Like I think it's just his turn. You know what I mean? Like when you that when you next in line for the big money, when you you know that next great thing, they're gonna compare everybody to you. So I mean, I just I don't think it's necessarily specific to Joe, I just think he was, you know, next in line for that. And I think it'll be Jalen Hurts in a minute. You know what I mean? After that, it'll be Jalen Hurts that people are trying to, you know, knock. But right. I don't I'm – I'm going to kind of talk about this in, in my altar call, but this is why I have a problem with, like, media in a sense you know what i mean like because some people can just say anything and get away with it but uh yeah i don't this one it to me i ain't even read the stories whenever i saw this because to me that's clickbait all day bro mm-hmm. yeah it is and i and i i i clicked on them and checked into them just simply because i although Dak Prescott and Deshaun Watson aren't terrible players. Um, and it's kind of go back to even looking at our list. Um, like when we did the list, people have preferences. I just want to know what he was seeing, what these two, you know, saying uh Hermel was being a, a NFL player, uh commentator and coach, and and same with uh Keyshawn being a player and, and commentator. What do you see? That gives you this inkling that hey, these guys are you know saying Dak is better than Joe when I feel like Joe has done more with less. With less, mm-hmm. I, let me. I, I, I'm gonna ask you this: if you put, That's if you hard. put, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, because I'm, a, when I say that, I'm gonna use one of your analogies. If you take Joe Burrow and put him behind Dallas Cowboys offensive line. Give him those running backs and and the wide receivers. Now the wide receiver caliber is not the same, but it's not a terrible drop off. No, it's not. So if it's you not. put him, if you put him on the Cowboys, I think the only difference is the offensive line. I think that's the only difference. But I think at defense too. Last year, well, last year Cincinnati defense is pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. Um, now the year they went to the Super Bowl, he they didn't really have a defense, but last year it was solid. Um, yeah, I think wide receivers, I got to give it to Cincy. Yeah, um, but like you said, it ain't that big of a drop off. Yeah, I would say less, but I wouldn't say he, it ain't it ain't that much less. But it is less. Now that I think about it, I would agree. Yeah. Now I I can say I, now. I can't necessarily say less with with Cleveland. Um, I can't say that because Cleveland definitely is. Well, when Deshaun was in when Deshaun was in Houston, he didn't have nothing but Hopkins. He that's, that's that's fair, uh, and that's fair. I can give you that. Um, but man, I'm just saying. I I I think, and. I don't like I don't like giving him credit because everybody's gonna talk about the off the field stuff, but I'm trying to separate the two just for the I, sake of the conversation. I think Deshaun Watson is skill wise mm-hmm. like a top, probably top five, top six quarterback in this league. Yeah, I 
think the problem with him is he hasn't really had the help around him. <laughs> but he he ain't really had the help around him, but he still was managing to win playoff games and things of that nature. But now that he has the help around him, I mean, you got one of the best running backs in the game. You got a solid defense. You know what I mean? Like, Mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of running out of excuses for you now. Like last year, I understand you were suspended half the year. Understandable, cool. This year, no excuses. Y'all got to make the playoffs, or we're gonna start looking at you. Like, you know what I mean? What's <coughs> are you? We're gonna put you in that same kind of category as Dak and some of these Kirk Cousins and some of these other guys because you got help around you. Why aren't you winning? I don't know that little Max. Hey, NBA compliance, cause uh, what's good, fellas? But the title is dangerous. Ain't nothing dangerous with putting a tip in. You just gotta make sure you take it out. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, uh, take it out the basket, man. Take it out the basket. But anyway, uh, Chris Lomax says D Hop need to go play with Burrow. My question is, if you put D Hop on the uh, on Cincy, who do you take off? T Higgins. You gonna take T Higgins off? Who else you taking off? I mean, is T Higgins a chase? No, cause you got uh Boyd. Boyd in the slot. You ain't putting Hopkins in the slot. Slide Jamar in the slot. Higgins Higgins finna Higgins finna go get that bag anyway at the next season. <laughs> I think I think uh I think Hopkins probably going to either Kansas City. <laughs> Jason Pornfield played too much. <laughs> yeah. Kansas City or honestly the Jets. Would you be D Hop burnt and kind of waste a year uh and go, go to and go to Green Bay? Like honestly, if I'm D Hop, I'd go and I I do definitely don't want this to happen. I'd go to Carolina before I went to Green Bay. That's true. That's true. You know where he could go? I think he would do well, but he can't go there because Houston. He can't go there though because he's why, you know, why not? The ownership's still there. The, 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 yeah, uh, that's true, but but O'Brien gone. I think I think Houston would be and D'Amico D'Amico there. And they got a they got a good young quarterback. I mean, but he went to Clemson. You know, I mean, I don't know where he's from, but the the Carolina area with Bryce Young wouldn't be. A, you know, what I mean, but why not go play with Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Well, what about Cleveland with Deshaun? Hmm. Yeah. 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 That's how I do. Just please don't go to Philadelphia. Oh, he oh my God. That would be they uh oh my god. That would be cheating. <laughs> that would be AJ Devontae hopping Devontae plus Dallas Goddard. Then they got Swift and them running man. Yeah. Mm. That's cheating. Eating. 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 All right, let's. Uh, all right, man, let's talk. Uh, you got anything else football for? We can move on to basketball. No, nah, I'm good. All right, man. I gave you credit, man. I gave you credit for this. Uh, Boston. It looked like they was gonna run away with it last night. Miami made a a a, a great great push, a great comeback. Took the lead with three seconds left, and uh, Marcus Smart. Put up a three that rattled in and out of the goal, and I was like, "Oh, Miami finna go!" And then all I seen was forehead sliding, sliding to the basket. You know, what I'm saying flying, tipped it in, put the tip in. Yeah, I didn't. Think, I didn't think it was. I didn't think he had. I didn't think it good. Go. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought. I thought it was. What's called? Then they showed the replay, and the announcers went crazy. Hey, shout out to the ref though. 
Cause he he said it was good before he even looked at the replay. Yeah, that's see, and, and you know what? I I like that he did that because you can always it's easier yeah. to look at the what's call it and say no basket. No yeah, yeah. Um, so but the it, referee was terrible yesterday. But I do will give him credit. They right. Yeah. So, um, it looked like man, and I'm asked, will, will Boston be the first team to overcome a three zero deficit? Yeah, it's over. I think it's over. We'll see. Uh, I still, I don't know, man. I thought, I thought Miami had to win it last night. Yeah. Now, 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 now I'm just hoping that they show up. In but I will say this though, like if you Miami, you had a terrible game from your two stars, like Bam and Jimmy played terrible. Like they couldn't make anything. Jimmy kind of started going off in the fourth late. But they, I mean, they didn't really play well at all. Like they kind of do for a big game, you know what I mean? So yeah. you need them to go off in Game Seven to have a chance, and they kind of do for it. So that's your only hope at this point is that Jimmy got another forty-five point game in him where he can just carry him, put the team on his back again. But going back to Boston, Boston got all the momentum mm-hmm. that that TD Garden is finna be. It's gonna be so loud in that thing, bro. Yeah, and I, I don't know, how, like especially the way you lost. Like you was point one second away from winning, bro. Like I, it's just like, how do you get back up for for the next game after being that close? You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I just they got the coach that could do it. I just don't know how they do it. Yeah. Uh, if Miami blows. This 3-0 lead, if they lose tomorrow night, is this the biggest choke in NBA history? I don't think so. I mean, I know. I know like, what I'm, I'm – you know what I'm going to say is. I mean, historically it will be because yeah. they're the first ones to ever lose 3-0. But, like, let's look at this realistically. They were an eight seed. You know what I mean? That's true. They, they really – wasn't supposed to be up 3-0 if we want to be honest. And then the injuries that, that they have that, man, they decimated, bro. Like, when Vincent out there playing hurt because they ain't got nobody else. Like, they ain't got no choice. So, I don't even I don't even think it's the biggest in history. I'm still saying that 3-1. And it, I mean – not even not even necessarily the the 3-1 Warriors LeBron one. But I mean I think the 3-1 that the rant them blue was it was worse oh, than was, yeah, yeah. I'm saying like either one of them I think was worse than I, it. I, so I'm saying I still say it's the Warriors 3-1. And this is why. You set the record at 73 and 9. That's true. Um uh, you had you go up 3-0 and you talk I mean all the crap but in they the world. Go through, they went up 3-1. That's what I mean. Three one. That's what I mean. I'm sorry. I said three zero. Three one. Go up three one. Um, and not only did you you lose a critical game, um, what was it? Five. Grand five. five? Yeah, yeah game five. The one. Yeah, Draymond was out. Um, you lose that one. You lose um. Game six. But then you lose Game Seven at home like that. Yeah, I mean that's that was bad. The only reason I would say OKC's is probably worse is because if you're a Golden State fan or if you just want to argue that side, this Draymond suspension and the Bogan injuries, I think, kind of changed the 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 dynamic of that series when the the OKC don't really have the same asterisks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like, get it. If yeah. you want to call it asterisk, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't have those things that you could say, well, that's the reason why. Like, they OKC just, like, blew the lead. Houston, they just blew the lead. You know what I mean? Like, it's just teams that just straight up choked 3-1 leads that didn't really have those series altering events or injuries happen. Yeah. Um, If it's a – I mean, I, I know – you said Boston is is most like is your pick now to finish this off. Uh, who ha, who stands the better chance of uh, 
against Denver though. Austin, <laughs> strictly for the fact that they healthy. Like Miami is limping to the finish line, bro. Like they using everything they got to even make it to the finals. If they make it to the finals, and you got a, a Denver team that ain't played in a week, and you got Gabe Vincent coming off injury, Jimmy Butler gassed, and you know what I mean, Tyler Hero out for the playoff, like. They, ain't, they don't really stand a chance, in my opinion, versus them, bro. They they too beat up. Boston, I don't really think stands much of a chance, but I would give them more of a chance because they are that talented. They're more talented than Miami, and they're healthier right now than Miami. So I think they would ha- have the better chance. My money's still on Denver, though. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else we got, man, from from uh, NBA before we uh... – I mean, we got the the – Free agency, kind of. I guess if you want to call it news, um, you got the the Bucks hired their coach. Um, that's AJ, what I meant to put that in here. The Bucks, yeah. AJ Griffin, who uh supposedly got the blessing from Giannis, the reason why they hired him. Um, kind of shocking. I thought they should have went with Monty, in my opinion, but but uh, I, Nick, Nick Nurse is supposedly. The leading candidate for the Phoenix job. Um, Let me ask you a question, um, and, and, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. Milwaukee, and, uh-huh. and granted, I, I'm all for giving uh, new coaches a, a shot and stuff. Uh, but with Milwaukee being a a competitor, a, com- a competitor, don't you think, or do you feel like they kind of not necessarily? I, I don't mean to. This is gonna sound wrong either way I say it. Do you feel like they kind of settled or they didn't look at some of the other big names that were there? I'm not gonna say they settled because I don't I'm not gonna say that Adrian Griffin wasn't one of the better candidates. You know what I mean? Like I don't know enough about him to say that they settled. I do wonder if they see themselves as like having a long title window Mm. or do they see themselves as kind of a quick restructure, then go on a title run to what they're going to give him in like a year or two. And then we'll really be on our title push. Cause they got some, some free agents, Middleton, Brooke Lopez and some guys who could leave and they could be a totally different team next year. So I kind of wonder if that was part of the reason why they decided not to go for a more established coach and kind of give this young guy a chance. Yeah. Nick say uh, Nick Nurse. It's not, it's not Nick Nurse. It's Kevin Young. See, that's another – that's to me, that's a team who definitely should get an established coach because your title is right now. Like, it ain't no question about that. With with CP3 and Durant on your team, your title window is right now. Yeah. Uh, what else you got? I, I'm sorry I interrupted you. You were talking about the uh... – oh, Yeah, just the coaches and then the Kyrie, D'Angelo Russell signing trade thing. Dallas is not interested in that. Uh, James Harden supposedly going back to Houston, um, which is interesting to me because that changes the timeline for that team. If you're Houston – do you want him back? Because you got a, I mean, you have a solid young team who they they just they're young. That's my they are very young, but they're very talented. And so the question is, which James Harden are you getting? If you're getting the James Harden from five years ago, then no, I wouldn't want him. You know what I mean? Because he's just gonna dominate the ball and kind of stagnate the growth and development of the rest of the team. But if you're getting the James Harden we've seen in Philly, where he's more of a facilitator, you know what I mean? He picks the spots scoring-wise and doesn't, you know, shoot the ball 30 times a game. I would be more willing to have that guy because he can just facilitate the offense and make sure my young, talented guys get good shots and get the ball in positions to where they can, you know, be beneficial. But I don't know if I'd want to pay him $200 million over five years. And 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 speaking of that, if you Celtics, if you don't make the finals this year, are you finna really pay Jalen Jalen Brown three hundred million dollars over five years? Uh, hmm. 
Uh, Chuck says James Harden is a complicated individual. So I was going to make the statement because you talked about that uh, 20 mil over five years. My question is, um, how much of that do you add in to uh, get him to actually play in the playoffs? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like, if if James Harden is your number one, you ain't going far in the playoffs. I can make the argument that Philly didn't go far in the playoffs this year. It wasn't not because of James Harden. It was because Joel Embiid didn't play up to the MVP level that he did during the regular season. So I can't really fault Harden for this year's regular season. I mean, playoffs because, I mean, he wasn't the one carrying the team. It was Embiid all year. And then if you look at his play in the postseason, and I know he was badly injured, but he wasn't mm-hmm. the same guy. So if if Harden is the guy that you're looking to carry you all year and through the postseason, he he was never that guy. But if he, you just want him to kind of help you get there and you rely on, you know, J- Sengun, Jalen Green, and, you know, Tari Eason and all these other young pieces that you got, yeah, it might, you know, it might work a little better. Yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel. But I wonder, right. but I wonder though, Udoka is a defensive minded coach. So Harden never really been one to play defense or give much effort on that end. We saw Udoka get Tatum to buy in on defense, and he was locking Durant up in the playoffs under Udoka. If he gets James Harden to play defense, that could that could kind of be interesting to see. Hmm. Very interesting. So let's let's turn to uh what is quickly starting to become a favorite. Uh let's talk about the WNBA, man. Let's talk about it. Um it's been it's been an interesting week. Um the Aces, I start the best team in the league. Um they had a game well they kind of got a little more than they want, a little more than they bargained for. And then uh, that was without their head coach, I will say, um, Becky Hammond. There was a second game that uh, of her suspension, and they kind of started off slow that game. And it was a closer game than most expected, but they bounced right back the following game and won by like 30-something points. So they played a night versus Sparks. Um, should handle that one pretty easily. Second best team in the league, according to most people, is the Liberty after losing their first game, they've been on a win streak. They beat the uh, Sun yesterday, I believe. Um, then you got the Mystics, who've been kind of up and down. They've been having some issues. Atlanta Deladon been been frustrated by some officiating. The Fever snapped the longest losing streak in the WNBA and finally got in the win column today over the Dream, who have not made the win column so far this year. They've been kind of struggling. Uh, the Wings also have been kind of struggling after the first game of the year. They lost today to the Sky, who have been kind of looking surprisingly good. Kalia Copper been on a roll for them, uh, scoring-wise. The Mercury still struggling, even though Brittany Griner has been putting up MVP-level numbers. Um, I think she should be comeback player of the year automatically, but she's making the case with her numbers to be comeback player of the year, if not a fringe MVP caliber. Um, right. Links. The links have been struggling still. The sparks have been up and been playing better. They got demolished by the the aces, but I mean, who doesn't? Aces. But, um, yeah, but they've been they've been surprisingly good. Kurt Miller got that team looking a lot better than most people expected. Um, Seattle still struggling, but they young. They don't. They lost a lot, but they gave the Aces everything that they wanted in that game. So it's been some some good basketball, some 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 surprising matchups, some 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 teams who give and fight, and some teams who oh, they'll be further along than they are right now. But it's still early in the season. But it's been some good ball so far. Okay. Um, last night the Aces uh, return. Um, I forget the young lady's name, but she came and she got her ring. Yeah, they all got the rings last night. Uh, that was their first game in LA, uh, Vegas okay. versus 
LA. Um, they all got their rings, and Derrick Hamby was able to get her ring. If, for those who don't know, that was the one who was the center of the investigation between Becky Hammond and the franchise of for uh, the treatment of her once she became pregnant, ultimately trading her away to the Sparks. Um, but yeah, she you could tell that she is kind of glad that the investigation is over and she can kind of put that chapter behind her. But she she did mention that, you know, the franchise, the, the Aces, she experienced some of the highest of her highs and the lowest of the lows of her career. So it was kind of good to see one chapter kind of being closed, you know, with the investigation. And then, you know, her being able to kind of end it on the high note with getting the championship ring and, you know, getting to experience that on ring night with the rest of the team who also got it on the same night. So, you know, it was kind of good to see her get that. She deserves it. And I'm glad to see her out there balling this year. All right. Um, Indiana Fever. Yep. Uh, uh, a lot of teams have been kind of uh, – not teams. Well, I know this kind of probably goes a little bit into your altar call. But uh, there was some – some. Yeah, it is my altar call, yeah. Uh, I won't say backlash. I, you know what? We'll save it. We'll save it because that's your altar call. Um, no, you can, go ahead. you can go ahead. I was just going to ask, you know, a lot of people have been kind of making mention, hey, that you know, you got rid of, you know, say X player. You got rid of Y player, you know. Um, overall, there's a it's a problem with the league. And it's a problem that we can help solve. Mm-hmm. People, tune in. Support. Support. $25 league pass. We both got it. Go ahead, watch you some games. You watch know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Put on some games. And uh, if they had more teams, matter of fact, if they had one more team at least, that's, you know what I'm saying, a lot of the names y'all naming, that's a spot. Yeah. yeah. All I'm going to say about that situation is – um. I think the league knows that they have to expand. Um, And I think we automatically assume that it has to be adding a team. Mm -hmm. Um, However, I think what could be more feasible, just, you know, my opinion here, I haven't done, don't know any data research or anything. I could be completely wrong. It might be more feasible to just add a roster spot to the, current 12 franchises that we already have which would you know ultimately be the same as adding a another franchise that's true you know what i mean it would add the same amount of spots but it would be less startup cost it'll be you know less logistics of finding a a, a city you know doing the whole bid process of who's going to be this whole, whole city and the expansion draft you know and all that kind of things it would just be Simple as everybody gets one more roster spot. You know what I mean, yeah. I, I know they probably have to ratify the CBA and all that, but it'd be easier, in my opinion, than because if you add one more city, you're probably gonna have to add two cities. You know what I mean? So, if, and if they did one city, I think they should go back to Houston. Yeah, because the comments, the history there. Yeah, I I would agree. I mean, you got the comments, you got the shock, Detroit. Yeah. Who doesn't have a team anymore? Um, I know Philadelphia has been clamoring for a team. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of places who like uh take one to the bank, Golden State. Yeah, I mean that they they're one area who's been mentioned some. Uh we've even Toronto, uh they had a preseason game in Toronto and and sold out the arena where the Raptors play. So I mean that kind of is kind of started throwing their name around as a buzz for one of the uh, expensive cities. I mean, that's that's from, from the Raptors don't do, but no, I'm just going. <laughs> but there, I mean, there's quite a few different you know cities that get mentioned. But I mean, personally, throw one of the things in the Orleans, you know what I'm saying? But personally, but you know, um, but yeah, I mean it's it's a whole bunch of possibilities out there. But um, I think. I think we might see every roster expand to 13 players before we see another team. I could be wrong though, but I mean, I think that's a possibility. All right. Uh, this ain't on the docket. We can, we can, 
I, but I do want to ask this, and this kind of go back to the NBA. This is something that bothers me. When Charlotte decided to come back with their franchise, they came, got the Hornet name. Oh, you talking about the Jazz name? Ain't nothing jazzy in Utah. Well, when Tom Benson bought the Hornets at the time, um, he agreed to give Charlotte back the name. Mm-hmm. He tried to buy the Jazz name back from Utah, but they wouldn't budge. Ain't nothing jazzy in Utah. I agree. I agree. It's nothing. You, be the Utah Snowcaps. Be the, the Utah Mormons. Be the the Salt Lake Liquors. I don't care. Some, you know what I mean? Some, but yeah. But I will say this: there's no Grizzlies in Memphis. Uh, shout well, out. We, yeah, yeah, very cool. Yeah. But, but I will say this though: the Pelican name has uh some ties to a Negro League baseball. Okay. Ball, 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 ball. So I'm not really upset that they uh have that as a name. Gotcha. 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 All right, man. We can move on to our uh. Oh, it's called, man. Let's let's do this. All right. Uh, I'll go first. Go ahead. All right. All right. So Pooh kind of mentioned it, but um, recently, like a few hours ago, there was a, a WNBA media member who posted a video of a current player for the Fever airballing a three-point attempt and said the Indiana Fever could have had player X, but they want this instead. And I have a problem with that, especially considering that uh, certain media on the WNBA front have been criticized uh, for – not being really media, even though they've done more to grow the game and spread the game, knowledge of the game, than some media members have. And then you have people like this who claim to be in the media who attack players instead of trying to critique the game that they watch. And so I have a problem with gatekeeping in the media, trying to keep certain people out because they might not meet the criteria that you think they should have, but allowing other people in the media to attack players, say ridiculous things like we talked about earlier with Keyshawn Johnson and her medals and people of that nature. And basically saying that if you don't have a journalism degree or if you didn't play the game, you're not qualified to give an opinion but yet people who did play the game give opinions that we all know for a fact aren't accurate or valid at all. So I think we as sports fans need to do a better job of not just running with narratives that certain people give because they're on ESPN or they have journalism degree or because we consider them media and start listening to the people who actually know the game and who actually take the time to study it and watch it, dissect it and analyze it and give it to you in a non-biased way, whether they're from ESPN, NBA TV, wherever, or if they're on Twitter and they just have 6,000, 700,000 followers or whatever the case may be. Media doesn't have to be from ESPN for them to be legitimate. There's a lot of people who are doing more work and better work than the people who y'all consider real media. Well said. Well said. Um, I want to talk to uh, NBA about uh, 19-year vet referee Eric Lewis. For those you who don't know, uh, currently the NBA is investigating referee Eric Lewis over allegedly using a burner account on Twitter. Uh, the burner account in question is a username Blair Cutcliffe with the handle AK, uh, at Cutcliffe Blair. Basically, uh, the, the account has been known to uh, respond to other Twitter users who have who've, uh, made comments or criticized uh, referees' decisions. Um, My stance on it, I don't know if there's a code of ethics or conduct uh, that is being violated here, Um, but I see no problem with 
referees being able to respond back. Um, Because let's be honest. People on Twitter are, I'm I'm not going to say ruthless, but it's a lot of keyboard warriors out there. People like to get on Twitter, make comments, say things, um, and don't think you should should be able to respond back. but this isn't the first time the NBA has necessarily dealt with or, or had dealings with burner accounts. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, um, in 2018, Philadelphia 76, 76ers general manager Brian Colangelo, uh, he had to resign when he and his wife were linked to a burner account that criticized some some team's players. I get that. You know, that's, that's a little far. Um, but Golden State, well, then Golden State Warrior, um, Kevin Durant, he admitted he has multiple burners. And uh, you can kind of tell them from time to time. In this case, it depends. I guess it depends on what was said. But having uh, an amenity, I guess, it's, you know, so I hope I said that right. But uh, being able to be anonymous and speak with people, about the ongoings of the NBA. He's not trashing the NBA, but if you criticize referees and he can come in and explain, hey, this decision was made because of this, this is probably what that referee saw. I don't see why that's a problem. The NBA probably should be a little bit more transparent with their officials. Um, we have Steve Javi who who comes on, and when there's a call, he explains uh, in the NFL, they do it. Uh, I can't think of the co- the referee's name, but they have a referee that does it. Um, does it on the M- uh, in their college uh, football as well. It's nice to have that transparency so we can understand why calls are made or or seen a certain way or why rules are interpreted a certain way. Uh, one thing that attracted me to the uh, I think it's the USFL was when they went under review, and you can hear from the replay guy, he's explaining to the referee, hey, this is what we see, this is what the call should be, and the referee's talking back, and hey, this is what we saw, this is the, you know, this is how it should be interpreted. That kind of transparency, man, is good. It's good for the league. Now, again, I'm not exactly sure everything that was said in the conversations uh, by Mr. Cutcliffe Blair, a.k.a. possibly, allegedly Eric Lewis, but as a 19-year vet, if he's out there, he's just informing or responding to critique, you know, saying to critics, and he's not going overboard. I'm all for it, man. Bring on the transparency. All right, man. That's all I got. I don't know. I just man, I might be different. Some people might feel like it's over the line. You on mute. You know, they said he was a Celtics fan, though, bro. And that the Celtics win whenever he plays. So, I don't know if it has nothing to do with it, but. Yeah, I don't know if that's, yeah. I've heard, I've heard uh, never mind. That was, uh, I'll leave that be. I'll leave it be. Tell you what, i tell you who I'm not a fan of. Whoever the hell is cutting Derek White House. You need to be arrested, fired, put in jail. Give him the firing squad. That man got more forehead. No, man. I get PTSD from Stephen A. Smith. I get PTSD from seeing like foreheads like that. Just no comment. All right, man. But hey, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back on here tomorrow. We'll be back on Wednesday with another episode. Uh Y'all enjoy your day tomorrow, man. Enjoy you some barbecue. Uh, I do I, I do want to say this because it happens every year. Do not hit your veteran friends up and say, hey, thank you for your service. Listen, we appreciate it. But Memorial Day is for the fall, those who have fallen. Okay? So I just want to clarify. It's for those who have fallen, those who, who have passed away. Big facts. Rest but in peace. Yeah, but if you do feel inclined to think of a a, a veteran um, dollar sign golden boot on cash out, so straight up, yeah. 
All right, man. That's all I got. You got anything else? Nah, I'm good, bro. Y'all have a good one. See y'all. All right, man. We out of here. Like that, we out. This show was presented by BetOnline.ag. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe on Twitter at Golden Boot. On Instagram at Golden Boot. On YouTube at The Golden Boot Pod. On Facebook at The Golden Boot Pod. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.